What's going on guys? It's uh, still back with you today. Um, today, it's just me. Malachi has made himself a uh, singular video, so, or I guess not a video, podcast. So we're doing the same. Um, kind of going to break it up a little bit and uh, talk about ourselves independently. You know, maybe you're headed to medical school or interested in medical school and not as much in optometry at the moment. So hopefully I can give you a little... Uh, sneak peek. So if you hear some birds and uh, you know wind currently at work but more natural. So um, like we said before my name is Steel and uh, Malachi and I met at uh, Southern Wesleyan University which we'll refer to as SWU. Um, so I, I started off in a uh, Title I high school, a very small school um, in a rural area and uh, didn't really have many opportunities um, when you compare it to you know all the AP classes that are at larger schools uh, for example like a 4A or 5A school um, we only had three AP courses at my school which actually worked out and helped me uh, I was able to my district allowed me to go to a community college technical college in my county and they paid for my college level courses so I was able to graduate high school with 39 college credits so you know doing doing the math I went in as a, and as a sophomore almost a sophomore and a half um, but so that's where I started now when I got to SWU I'm going to emphasize in this episode to do your research about where you want to go to school um, what opportunities you know certain schools you're looking at may have so when I got to SWU I did not know they had a contract with VCOM, which allows their students, the SWU students, if they meet a certain GPA, um, they have a certain MCAT score, you can get accepted up to a year early um, to go into VCOM. So instead of getting accepted, um, you know, the middle of your senior year, you're accepted uh, the around Christmas break on your junior year. So you have that, you know, year and a half that you'll, you know you're in medical school and you just have to maintain your grades. You don't have to, it, it lets you relax a little bit. So the contract that SWU has with VCOM, if you maintain a certain GPA, and it's a, it's a, it's a pretty high bar, um, you can actually waive the MCAT. And that's what I was able to do. So, you know, that's a blessing in itself. Um, I decided to go get my master's instead of spending, you know, my summer and my six months um, doing uh, MCAT studying. You know, just like Malachi did his um, OAT studying, and that man grinded and grinded and grinded. Um, and I was doing my master's um, around the same time, but Malachi is very dedicated. He thoroughly enjoys what he does, and he really has a passion for optometry. Um, as well as people just in general. So, um, my what I ended up doing was I had an, I kind of had an unintentional gap year. I got my bachelor's in three years due to my college credits coming out of high school. And then that kind of gap year I had since I was already accepted into medical school, um, I wasn't intending to graduate early as far as in those three years until I found out about Western Governors University. So this is just another, you know, knowing what is out there, having um, the resources and the, the, I guess, intuition to go out and 
and uh, find what is available to you. So Western Governors, I got my master's in healthcare leadership, and I was able to do that on my own time on, um, you know, pretty much had no life because I did it in four and a half, five months. But you got to sit down and got to grind out for what you're passionate about, um, what you want to learn, what you want to end up doing when you, um, you know, start your professional career. So with all that said, yeah, guys, you just really, and you, you can contact, you know, Malachi or I, um, just send us a message or uh, we'll provide a, some way. Maybe we'll make a, a email uh, so we can get some requests, get some uh, conversations going and answer some questions. But yeah, all in all, do your research on where you want to go. I got lucky and it just worked out for me. Um, I knew where I want, I know I knew I wanted to go to SWOO, but I did not know what they had available as far as, uh, you know, graduate school ways to get into graduate school. Um, I really thought that, you know, it would be a, it was a really in-depth process. Um, I don't want to cut that, cut that any short. I mean, I, I applied just like, uh, um, any other student was, would I use the, um, AACOMAS, but I only applied to VCOM, and whenever I was accepted due to this uh, agreement at Southern Wesleyan, I could only apply to VCOM, but it gave me a way to get in, you know, without taking the MCAT. It just made my transition smoother. Um, uh, I was able to relax, and, uh, you know, it really really also gave me a confidence boost as far as what I was capable of, um, that I was able to get into medical school. Um, due to my grades, my what I thought was the end of my sophomore year, but it was really um, the end of my junior year because of that. Uh, because of that um, early graduation. But yeah, guys, all in all, you know, do your research, find uh, what resources are out there for you. Take advantage of them. You know, they're out there for you to use. They're not out there. Um, you know, just. Just to be there, they're out there really to provide you with more information, to to help you be a better you, to you know reward you for all the hard work you put in. Um, college isn't easy, and I know college isn't for everyone. Um, but whenever you do, you do you really do sit down and you know you do all you put in all of this hard work to uh, to get that grade. And although it may just be a number, you know, to some it may just be a letter grade to some, it's really a it really re- reflects your work ethic, and uh, you know, again, I don't want to, you know, make it lightly, but the hard work and the long hours you put into studying um, to get where you are. So, like I said, um, again, I know I've, like I said, like four or five times, um, more things just keep coming to mind. But if I could go back, leaving high school, I would have all of this written out. I would have, you know, I well, I didn't really have a set plan. I know I want to go to medical school leaving high school, but I didn't know, um, I didn't have all of this information and hopefully this, uh, all of this, um, you know, helps someone. Um, that's the point of our podcast to kind of give insight as far as, um, graduate schools. Um, so yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, we will, uh, I'll get with Malachi about setting up an email for some questions and some, um, some, uh, conversations or topics you guys like to hear but we have a uh, or i have a one of malachi and i's friends miss taylor um, broadwell should be on soon and she's got a little bit of a different story she's going to 
um, VCOM with me, same class, but she did some research in, uh, in at SWU as well in her undergrad. So we'll have some conversation about that, um, you know, have a little different take on um, another aspect of undergraduate uh, studies, which is research, and uh, we'll get some information from her. So here goes. Remember, I'm Dia. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of IMDO. This is Malachi, and I'm finally joined by Mr. Steele after so much time. Say hey, Steele. Hey, hey, what's up? Hey, it goes both ways, it's all right. Yeah, it goes both ways indeed, but I don't know, man. Like, it's been super long since we've done one together, actually. Well, I've yes, been... so let's get into that. What have you been up to that you've been so busy doing? What's that? I mean... Yeah, it's been since April. Um, I finally graduated from undergrad, so yay, I'm out of there. Uh, bittersweet. Um, more sweet than... And what are we doing today. now? <laughs> right now, I am actually in preparation for optometry school, and that's a little bit of what we'll be getting into today, guys. Um, but over the summer and stuff, I've had a good summer, and um, now I'm actually preparing for optometry school. Yeah, so... I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit first about uh, life after college, what that looks like, um, maybe some preparation for grad school, whatever that looks like for you, and um, just some different things going there. And so still, we know that after grad school or actually after undergrad, you did a few things. I know one of the things you did was um, decided to go and get your master's. Um, I know a lot of times, sometimes after undergrad, people go and do postbacs and other degrees like that, but you went to do a master's. Do you feel like that helped you out a little bit as uh, far as getting accepted into um, med school? Um, no, just because of the uniqueness of, you know, where I decided to go and the relationship undergrad. Um, but I think if... I wouldn't have already been. I do think that would have been a, um, a very uh, positive experience as far as what could go on my resume. Because, you know, they say the hardest part of medical school is getting into medical school. Um, like, for example, VCOM had like 1,700 or 17,500 applicants. And oh, wow. on all four campuses, they took 600 people. So, you know, that's the, the hardest part. People that have um, completed medical school. But um, I do think that um, additional educational experiences, such as a master's or a post-bac, um, maybe some research, stuff like that, would, would you know, make your uh, resume, your CV better. But I don't think it's a necessity. Um, I mean, plenty of people do it without it. And many people don't, you know, want it because it's extra schooling. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, for the most part, unless you just didn't do super well in your undergrad, then maybe a post-bac could be good for you. Yes, or if you're yes. applying to a super, super, super competitive program, um, maybe having that master's under your belt will do that for you. I know me, I just got the bachelor's and I'm straight into optometry school, thankfully, but even that in and of itself was very intense. Um, and so I guess yeah. that, that makes me want to ask a little bit about some preparation for grad school. So do you think you can prepare for grad school? Have you been preparing for it? Like, what does that look like for you? So I started the with, you know, anatomy because anatomy doesn't really change, you know. Oh, actually, they were, they found a muscle, like, somewhere in the buccal region that 
is actually two muscles now. It's not one like they thought it was. But, you know, that, that's such a minute thing that's not going to happen all the time. Um, that was in the buccal region, you said? Yeah, I, it's somewhere in, yeah, yeah. Okay, and the mouth, the cheek? Yeah, yeah. I okay. said that I just been... But, okay, um, okay. No, I don't, uh, I've been, I've heard from people to start studying. I've heard from people to enjoy your time because you're going to be doing so much anyways. What is the, the little bit that you would have learned in the summer? Um, so this past week that I've been moved up, I've just been chilling, man. I've just been, um, you know, going to the gym, doing my meal prep stuff and hanging out with some friends. Um, no, but if, if VCOM had a kind of a, I guess, a, I don't want to say summer camp, but like a preparation program like Salus does for you, I'd totally do that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say that um, I know I've heard from multiple people as far as talking about other programs that you cannot prepare for grad school, optometry school or med school. But I just want to say that's pure, uh, pure baloney for lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good word. It's, 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 it's nothing further from the truth. I mean, like Still said, I am actually doing a summer program-like thing with Salas. It's um, in order to get us ahead, to give us a, a heads up about what's going to actually start happening to us in the fall. And so for right now, we just got done with our first week and we were in class every day, literally sitting down in class for eight hours a day, getting a bunch of information at us. And so it's going to be kind of hard to take in all of that information, especially if it's new to you for the first time. But some of the classes we take in the first year, you know, ocular anatomy and physiology, I mean, ocular anatomy and histology, you know, um, systemic pathology and physiology, optics, like the foundation of this is what's actually given to us in our undergrad. I mean, Lord knows I didn't really enjoy physics at Southern Wesleyan, but the professor was amazing. I didn't enjoy physics, but, you know, what we, do, what we did in optics in that physics class is really helped me now, or even anatomy and physiology. When we're sitting here, we're talking about the different lobes of the brain and all the different unique fossas inside the brain and what nerves take this pathway and what arteries here and there. It's so much, but I got exposed to it in undergrad. And so even if that was for the sophomore year for me, I could go back look at my notes from sophomore year and say, hmm, let me just review this, even if I don't have a 100% grasp on it. At least being exposed to that information one more time will give me a better chance or it'll make me more prepared when I go in for my first year. Does that make sense? No. So how do you feel as far as, you know, your, your actual, I know you're probably going to be focused on, a, you know, head region given and not the entire body but how does how do you feel like i don't want to call our school out but how do you feel like our undergraduate prepared us as far as like you know anatomy cell bio genetics i mean do you feel like we got a a, a thorough education well i just want to say one quick correction for right now in the summer program we are doing anatomy of the you know head and neck anatomy but when we actually start in the fall we'll be doing a head and neck anatomy and anatomy and physiology of the whole body because it is all okay sweet so yeah. there <laughs> so we do have that yeah we're not just localized to the head and neck but i do think that we're prepared pretty well i mean obviously i always sing the praises of anatomy and physiology from southern western that yeah yeah amazing uh, shout out to dr cinnamon but also even classes like so bio 
I remember sitting in that class the first days, first weeks, and I really wasn't enjoying it. I'm just like, okay, I am looking at different mechanisms in the cell and I'm finding a bunch of different pathways. It's almost like someone saying, hey, Malachi, I'm about 15 miles away from you. Can you tell me how I can get to the closest Starbucks to you? Yeah, go down the street, get on this highway, you're on this highway for a couple of miles, turn left, you're turn right. You are and it's just, Yeah, it's just so intense. And it's so in detail. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I mean, it makes sense. And that's for one it, cell. It, it, that's for one cell. It's crazy how that, something that minute, dude, that, that like, you know, I could hardly wrap my head around it being that small, but it exactly. has such, such an effect on you. I mean, yeah, it actually is mind-blowing. It is, but it's just like, why, and I ask myself, you know, younger Malachi, why do I need to know this? In order to be an optometrist but what's pretty crazy is when we're actually taking the head and neck anatomy class and we're talking about the different lobes of the brain or we're talking about the different cranial nerves and how where the cranial nerve originates where it exits when does it actually plug into the eyeball what could happen along this pathway it really gives me a bunch of vibes from cell bio and so even from cell bio we get that foundation but also in other classes like systemic pathology and physiology we're looking at, okay, well, let's say we're talking about apoptosis. Well, what is the cellular pathway for apoptosis to occur anyway? You know, and this seems kind of like challenging, but I had the basis laid for me in cell biology. So this isn't new to me, trying to find different pathways and things like that. But what do you think? Do you think we were prepared well? I know you haven't officially gone into it yet. And trust me still, it is going <laughs> to, it's going to hit you. <laughs> it's going to hit you very hard. <laughs> But yeah, yeah well, tell me, like, what do you think? Um, quick, I'm looking at my schedule, and I don't have a true – I only have one week that is a true 40-hour week. Other than that, you know, some days we get out at 3, some days we don't go until 10, some days we get out at 12. So I feel like our block one is kind of weaning us into that, um, mm. you know. Um, but going back to your to – your, as far as, like, what I feel like my undergrad prepared me for, um, we know undergrad obviously isn't going to be as in-depth as, you know, grad school specifically because grad school is um at least i believe it to be uh, focused on you know all science so there's no really i mean there's history of the science but there's not like um, like math 101 there's no do correct so it's everything for your for your specific profession um which is i guess why it's a professional school and that's like your professional development um but as far as like being uh, prepared, my brother got his wisdom teeth taken out. Um, his wisdom teeth taken <laughs> out. Wednesday teeth. Uh, we know I'm not going to dental school, but um, they have this new thing to where they can take uh, blood out of your arm and get the plasma out of it. So you have, um, you know, like, uh, well, you have your plasma. So there's platelets in it, obviously, but that is then put in the socket that the tooth was cut out of, and it's like crazy how much quicker healing happens. So, you know, you learn what's in those and in that. And, you know, we're just like conversing with my mom and I'm like, oh, I've learned what's in that. And then, like, I know I I can kind of put together how that would, you know, help um, as far as healing goes. Because like, I didn't have it done, but my brother had it done and he was, he's literally playing the video game. He's not or anything. Wow. That's I mean, awesome. I feel like we're, yeah, I feel like we're uh, prepared fairly, fairly well. Um, like you said, I, I didn't, I haven't started yet, but once I've started, we can revisit that statement. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully when you actually uh, do start, we can, you know, have some time set aside to actually, you know, create some good content and 
Dude, well, yeah, once a week, once a week. I don't know about once a week. <laughs> we can do like that, a reflection. I mean, it's been since April, mate. Yeah, yeah. But that's good. Southern Western, we do thank you guys for taking our money, but also giving us uh, a good education. Um, still waiting for my housing deposit to be sent back to me. So, <laughs> so please send it back to me. Um, yes. And so, All right, well, I just... Do you want... I, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Um, so do you want to get into, uh, you know, we got into the preparation stuff. What about like resources or... I guess other people are resources, like first and second years. I guess they're second years now because we're first years. Um, but as far as like knowing people who have, you know, gone through this before, taking away from their experiences, you know, using that to our advantage. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's a great idea, especially if you're a person that's moving to another state or very, very far away from where you are originally. Malika. To, uh, yes, yes, me. <laughs> it's good to at least try and get to know at least, you know, one person there at the school it'll be meeting that you'll be going to. So me personally, I reached out to a few different people here at um, Salas University, uh, first year optometry students at that time. And I was just trying to see, okay, well, is this going to be a good school for me to go to? Like I wanted to talk to the students and personally get their experience. And ultimately they had great things to say and it really did influence the reason why I came here. So, you know, like Malachi has a lot of things going on ocularly. And even when I got here, I was able to uh, meet with the now second year students, um, get to talk to them, see how their experience was. But also, they can help me out by doing some simple things that I need to get done on my eyes. And so it's just great. They can also say, hey, like, let me show you what this place is. Let me show you, like, some beautiful sites you can go to, some good places to eat, some good study techniques. I mean, this last week was the first week of the semi program and we got so many studying techniques. It was a lot, but it's good. You just take everything and you make it your own. Some of them also have resources and they can tell you about different professors and what you need to really focus on with this one versus the other. And it's just great overall. I would definitely recommend reaching out to someone uh, before you get to the schools just so that you can know someone there. And um, yeah, what do you think? Man, we're just knowing someone is part of the battle, you know? Um, yeah. I I mean, I've whenever I reached out to people that were uh, that you know a lot of people I don't want to say deal with because that's kind of harsh, but something that a lot of people feel like I don't want to reach out and then be and then ask these people all these questions, but like you know I'm paying a lot of money to go to this school and I'm yeah. like I don't want to like I'm not gonna fail, but like you know in the back of your head you're kind of like what if I can't do this like this is this is like you know hard. Um, mm. But everyone's told me it's very doable. Um, and, and these people, you know, don't ever feel like, oh, I can't, I shouldn't ask this question. This question's dumb. This question, you know, whatever I'm going to ask is redundant. These people have been in the same place we we were or we currently are. And, I mean, they've been nervous. I don't see anything wrong with being nervous to go to, you know, to start something that's difficult. But you don't ever really progress unless you get out of your comfort zone and um, right. you know, do new things. But, uh, I mean, I feel like everyone I've talked to, we have this big brother program too, but it's, I mean, it's neat. It's kind of like making a little thing in our sororities. It's, you know, I mean, it's like uh, going to second year is my big brother. He's going to, he gives me, he's kind of responsible for me in a sense. Like he gives me um, information kind of like you were saying, like he could, 
uh, give me stuff about med school, but he could also give me stuff about just the surrounding area, you know, good places to eat, um, churches, you know, places to go, places not to go, stuff like that. Um, right. So it's like a mentoring program a little bit, right? Perfect. Perfect. Good. Well, guys, don't be afraid to reach out to people. I mean, you have to start making those connections early on, but also in our careers, networking is super important. So you never know what that will turn into. For you, you do. So, you do. Uh, I mean, you're going to school with people that are going to be medical professionals, at least, you know, everyone's part. Well, pretty much people listen is probably going to be. <laughs> but right. you're, I mean, some of your peers are literally going to, you're going to be working with them. Um, and I mean, same thing goes like physicians practice for like 30, 35 years, some of them. So you're going to yeah. be, um, you're going to be, I mean, your doctor, you could be his peer one day, you know, referring. If you specialize, you could be getting a referral from him. Or right. I could be referring someone to Malachi, or he could be doing the same mm -hmm. uh, to me. So it's, I mean, it, it really is nice to network. I mean, you'll get confidence. You'll gain the confidence to, you know, do that once you get the MD, DOD, whatever behind your name. Um, but that's what we're working toward, and that's right. where we are exactly. in the moment. All a part of the same team, right, to help the patient. Yes. Not so one can do it all and not all can do, you know, every little bit. That's why there's so many different ones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, I just wanted to switch gears a little bit and uh, talk about one last thing uh, about moving to grad school. I know that can be a very big and daunting task, especially for some viewers <laughs> in our audience because they have been stopped to me specifically. So um, what has it been like for you? I know you finally left your, uh, your home city, city if it's even a city. <laughs> So it's, it's legally, it's legally categorized as a village. A village. Okay. You've left your village. <laughs> and now you're in a new spot. So how has that been for you? I mean, finding an apartment, uh, the whole co-signer situation. Do you need a co-signer? Did you have roommates? Do you not have roommates? Like, what does that look like for you? So it depends. Um, at some places, I wouldn't have needed a co-signer. Some places, I would. It really. The only reason I needed a co-signer was because... The apartment complex I'm at does not consider student loans as income, which I don't understand because they're guaranteed. But, you know, topic for another day. Um, so, yeah, that's just really going to, you know, differ from where you go. Um, it's at least where I am. I'm literally like in the heart of the city. Yeah, I guess this is a city. Um, yeah. So rent really equals out. Uh, compared to, so obviously the city is more expensive than if you go on the outskirts, but the outskirts, um, you know, apartments that you start seeing actual monetary savings are like 20 miles away. So if you, you know, do the math and you're doing 40 miles round trip a day, um, you're eventually, I mean, if you drive that for 20 days a month, which is, you know, the work week, sometimes more depending on when weekends line up, um, you're going to be equal out. Just have to crunch numbers like I sat down one day and crunched numbers with my parents for probably three or four hours with different apartments. Um, amenities come different, so you know, like I go to the gym, the gym I go to is like they're really welcoming, they're super great people. Um, but that's another price that's like it's like $25 a month. Um, so you know, if your complex had an athletic facility or a fitness center or whatever they call it, you know, people call it different names, um, then that could you know save you give you a little bit more uh, money in your budget for chick-fil-a twice a week or twice a month or whatever it is um 
but yeah, you really just have to cater around what you want. Um, you know, bedrooms, obviously you find a, a roommate rent's going to be cheaper in some cases, some cases not. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that's really going to differ city to city. But as far as moving wise, um, you know, we just got a U-Haul and I have a really, I have a super nice family. So they, they drove up here and helped me. Um, I try to, you know, try to not have a king size bed. I don't have a king size bed, but there's no way I'd be, there's no way you get it up the stairs here. Um, so yeah, I guess I scout that out too sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's too much. I mean, you have your own apartment, but you're not, you don't have to live the lavish life. At the end of the day, you're a student and you probably won't be in your bed most of the time anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's good. So I now would... how about you? Cause you know, you're moving what I moved like three hours, three and a half. Um, so the U-Haul is feasible. You get like 280 miles for the price. So what about you? You know, you're moving, what is it like nine hours? Yeah. Uh, I actually think it's about 10, 11 hours from uh, Southern Wesleyan. Okay. So yeah, I would, so guys, you know, I'm doing this summer program here. And so on the way up, I drove and it was just me and I just packed my car with everything I could fit in it. And I'm leaving some of that stuff at um, one of my cousin's house. She had some space. So that's awesome. Once the program ends, I'll go back home and then I'll be coming back up with uh, my sister's boyfriend's going to bring his truck and I'll bring my car. We'll fit everything else in there. So that'd be awesome. But I just wanted to recommend, um, I think it'd be awesome to find a roommate. Like I know you probably had to get a roommate in undergrad and sometimes those experiences weren't the best, but I highly encourage you to get a roommate. As we know, the prices of rent is getting extremely expensive. Oh my goodness. And the inflation in the economy in the United States in general is just getting super, super high. So get a roommate that can save a lot of money. I wasn't excited about getting a roommate, but then I met a guy who was awesome. And then we even met another guy and he was awesome as well. And so I really am super excited about this group that we have. Um, and I know it's going to be great. Just going through everything together, just like trying to figure out what classes you'll have, the schedule that it'll be like, um, and just going through the entire process together it's going to be awesome. I mean, we're going to get together. We're going to go explore the city. We're going to go um, get some stuff for our apartment to decorate and stuff. It'll be great right before school starts. So, um, I well, yeah, we could go ahead, mate. We could also do like a, uh, not on this, cause this is already like 20 minutes long, but we could do kind of like a, like a example budget. So like, um, you know, everyone gets the same amount of loans, like not the same amount, but, Pretty much everyone's going to take out the max of what the cost of attendance is that a their school says. And then we could also, you know, explain how you have, you have ninety days you could return money, and then that takes off your interest capitalization, and then it also takes off whatever fee percent was given on that loan. Um, that's more of an in detail. Yeah, thing, yeah, that's, that's like a yeah, yeah, guys. I don't even fully understand one hundred percent what he's saying. I have an idea, but not completely. But just very quick, I just want to say, don't be afraid to take out loans. Obviously, if you don't have to do them and you can get grants or scholarships, exhaust all of those options beforehand. Private loans, try and stay away from them. Dude, but, even ask your family. I mean, ask, what, what are they going to say? No. Like, I mean, like, hey, I mean, <laughs> if, if they've got it and you can ask them for it and they're willing to give it, then that would be awesome. Dude, even $100 a month, like if. You know, four family yeah. members gave you twenty five dollars a month. That's twelve hundred dollars a year. That's a that's more than rent for a month. I mean, yeah, I guess some people want to be self made though. 
if that's human yeah. if that's the thing <laughs> but um yeah so guys i hope you've enjoyed some of this uh this update that we've been giving you and some of the advice that we've been giving as well it's a truly an exciting time to be um just in grad school in general and just to go and follow our career i know that for everyone listening that wants to be an od or that is in school to be an od i want to say you have chosen an excellent profession there's no this <laughs> there's no other way i can describe it uh, just by talking to all the professors this week and some of the students and also other optometrists out there they are always super satisfied and it's just getting better um as far as the do's don't know much about that but um yeah <laughs> <laughs> so anyway guys i just wanted to say um thank you for listening to our podcast today um remember i am do and hope you guys have a great day adios still adios man yes Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of IMDO. This is Malachi, and I'm finally joined by Mr. Steele after so much time. Say hey, Steele. Hey, hey, what's up? Hey, it goes both ways, it's all right. Yeah, it goes both ways indeed, but I don't know, man. Like, it's been super long since we've done one together, actually. Well, yes, so let's get into that. What have you been up to that you've been so busy doing? I mean, yeah, it's been since April. Um, I finally graduated from undergrad, so yay, I'm out of there. Uh, a bit of sweet. Um, more sweet than... And what are we doing sweet. now? <laughs> right now, I am actually in preparation for optometry school, and that's a little bit of what we'll be getting into today, guys. Um, but over the summer and stuff, I've had a good summer, and um, now I'm actually preparing for optometry school. Yeah, so... I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit first about uh, life after college, what that looks like, um, maybe some preparation for grad school, whatever that looks like for you, and um, just some different things going there. And so still, we know that after grad school or actually after undergrad, you did a few things. I know one of the things you did was um, decided to go and get your master's. Um, I know a lot of times, sometimes after undergrad, people go and do postbacs and other degrees like that, but you went to do a master's. Do you feel like that helped you out a little bit as uh, far as getting accepted into um, med school? Um, no, just because of the uniqueness of, you know, where I decided to go and the relationship undergrad. Um, but I think if... I wouldn't have already been. I do think that would have been a, um, a very uh, positive experience as far as what could go on my resume. Because, you know, they say the hardest part of medical school is getting into medical school. Um, like, for example, VCOM had like 1,700 or 17,500 applicants. And oh, wow. on all four campuses, they took 600 people. So, you know, that's the, the hardest part. People have um, completed medical school. But um, I do think that um, additional educational experiences, such as a master's or a postback, um, maybe some research stuff like that, would would you know make your uh, resume, your CV better. But I don't think it's a necessity. Um, I mean, plenty of people do it without it, and many people don't you know want it because it's extra schooling. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, for the most part, unless you just didn't do super well in your undergrad, then maybe a post back could be good for you. Yes, you yes. 
applying to a super, super, super competitive program, um, maybe having that master's under your belt will do that for you. I know me, I just got the bachelor's and I'm straight into optometry school, thankfully, but even that in and of itself was very intense. Um, and so I guess yeah. that, that makes me want to ask a little bit about some preparation for grad school. So do you think you can prepare for grad school? Have you been preparing for it? Like, what does that look like for you? So I started the with, you know, anatomy because anatomy doesn't really change, you know. Oh, actually, they they found a muscle, like, somewhere in the buccal region that is actually two muscles now. It's not one like they thought it was. But, you know, that, that's such a minute thing that's not going to happen all the time. Um, that was in the buccal region, you said? Yeah, I, it's somewhere in, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the mouth? The cheek? Yeah, yeah. I oh, started okay. it but, okay, um, okay. No, I don't, uh. I've been, I've heard from people to start studying. I've heard from people to enjoy your time because you're going to be doing so much anyways. What is the, the little bit that you would have learned in the summer? Um, so this past week that I've been moved up, I've just been chilling, man. I've just been, um, you know, going to the gym, doing my meal prep stuff and hanging out with some friends. Um, no, but if, if VCOM had a kind of a, I guess, a, I don't want to say summer camp, but like a preparation program like Salus does for you, I'd totally do that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say that um, I know I've heard from multiple people as far as talking about other programs that you cannot prepare for grad school, optometry school or med school. But I just want to say that's pure, um, pure baloney, for lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good one. It's, 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 it's nothing further from the truth. I mean, like Still said, I am actually doing a summer program-like thing with Salas. It's... Um, in order to get us ahead, to give us a, a heads up about what's going to actually start happening to us in the fall. And so for right now, we just got done with our first week and we were in class every day, literally sitting down in class for eight hours a day, getting a bunch of information at us. And so it's going to be kind of hard to take in all of that information, especially if it's new to you for the first time. But some of the classes we take in the first year, you know, ocular anatomy and physiology, I mean, ocular anatomy, histology, you know, um, systemic pathology and physiology, optics, like the foundation of this is what's actually given to us in our undergrad. I mean, Lord knows I didn't really enjoy physics at Southern Wesleyan, but the professor was amazing. I didn't enjoy physics, but, you know, what we, do, what we did in optics in that physics class really helped me now or even anatomy and physiology when we're sitting here and we're talking about the different lobes of the brain and all the different unique fossas inside the brain and what nerves take this pathway and what arteries here and there it's so much but i got exposed to it in undergrad and so even if that was for the sophomore year for me i could go back look at my notes from sophomore year and say hmm let me just review this, even if I don't have a 100% grasp on it, at least being exposed to that information one more time will give me a better chance or it'll make me more prepared when I go in for my first year. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. So how do you feel as far as, you know, your, your actual, I know you're probably going to be focused on a, you know, head region given and not the entire body. But how does how do you feel like I don't want to call our school out, but how do you feel like our undergraduate prepared us as far as like, you know, anatomy, cell bio, genetics? I mean, do you feel like we got a 
uh, a, a thorough education? Well, I just want to say one quick correction. For right now in the summer program, we are doing anatomy of the you know head and neck anatomy. But when we actually start in the fall, we'll be doing a head and neck anatomy and anatomy and physiology of the whole body because it is all okay. Different. Sweet. So yeah. there. <laughs> so we do have that. Yeah, we're not just localized to the head and neck, but. I do think that we're prepared pretty well. I mean, obviously, I always sing the praises of anatomy and physiology from Southern Western. That yeah, was yeah. amazing. Uh, shout out to Dr. Cinnamon. But also, even classes like Cell Bio, I remember sitting in that class the first days, first weeks, and I really wasn't enjoying it. I'm just like, okay, I am looking at different mechanisms in the cell, and I'm finding a bunch of different pathways. It's almost like someone saying, hey, Malachi, I'm about 15 miles away from you. Can you tell me how I can get to the closest Starbucks to you? Yeah, go down the street, get on this highway, you're on this highway for a couple of miles, turn left. You're in your Yeah, it's just so intense. And it's so in detail. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I mean, it makes sense. And that's for one cell. It, it, that's for one cell. It's crazy how that, something that minute, dude, that, that like, you know, I could hardly wrap my head around it being that small, but it exactly. has such, such an effect on you. I mean, yeah, it actually is mind-blowing. It is, but it's just like, why? and I ask myself, you know, younger Malachi, why do I need to know this in order to be an optometrist? But what's pretty crazy is when we're actually taking the head and neck anatomy class and we're talking about the different lobes of the brain or we're talking about the different cranial nerves and how where the cranial nerve originates, where it exits, when does it actually plug into the eyeball, or what could happen along this pathway. It really gives me a bunch of vibes from cell bio, and so... Even from Sobio, we get that foundation. But also in other classes like systemic pathology and physiology, we're looking at, okay, well, let's say we're talking about apoptosis. Well, what is the cellular pathway for apoptosis to occur anyway? You know, and this seems kind of like challenging, but I had the basis laid for me in cell biology. So this isn't new to me, trying to find different pathways and things like that. But what do you think? Do you think we were prepared well? I know you haven't officially gone into it yet. And trust me still, it is going <laughs> to, it's going to hit you. <laughs> it's going to hit you very hard. <laughs> but yeah, yeah well, tell me, like, what do you think? Um, quick, I'm looking at my schedule. I don't have a true, I only have one week that is a true 40 hour week. Other than that, you know, some days we get out at three, some days we don't go until 10, some days we get out at 12. So I feel like our block one is kind of weaning us into that, um, mm. you know, um, but going back to your, to your, as far as like what I feel like my undergrad prepared me for, um, we know undergrad obviously isn't going to be as in depth as, you know, grad school specifically because grad school is, um, at least I believe it to be, uh, focused on, you know, all science. So there's no really, I mean, there's history of the science, but there's not like, um, like math 101, there's no do correct. So it's everything for your for your specific profession, um, which is, I guess, why it's a professional school, and that's like your professional development. Um, but as far as like being uh, prepared, my brother got his wisdom teeth taken out. Um, his wisdom teeth taken <laughs> out Wednesday. Teeth. Uh, we know I'm not going to dental school, but um, they have this new thing to where they can take uh, blood out of your arm and get the plasma out of it, so you have. Um, you know, like, uh, well, you have your plasma, so there's platelets in it, obviously. But that is then put in the socket that the tooth was cut out of, and it's, like, crazy how much quicker healing happens. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, you learn what's in those and that. And, you know, we're just like conversing me and my mom are, and I'm like, oh, I've learned what's in that. And then like, I know I, I can kind of put together how that would, you know, help um, as far as healing goes. Cause like, I didn't have it done, but my brother had it done and he was, he's literally like the video game. He's not or anything. Wow. That's I mean, awesome. I feel like we're, yeah, I feel like we're uh, prepared fairly, fairly well. Um, like you said, I, I didn't, I haven't started yet, but once I've started, we can revisit that statement. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully when you actually uh, do start, we can, you know, have some time set aside to actually, you know, create some good content and... Dude, well, yeah, once a week, once a week. I don't know about once a week. <laughs> well, we I can do, like, that, a reflection. I mean, it's been since April, May. Yeah, yeah. But that's good. Southern Western, we do thank you guys for taking our money, but also giving us uh, a good education. Um, still waiting for my housing deposit to be sent back to me. So, <laughs> so please send it back to me. Um, yes. And so All right, well, I just... Do you want... I, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Um, so do you want to get into, uh, you know, we've got into the preparation stuff. What about like resources or I guess other people are resources like first and second years? I guess they're second years now because we're first years. Um, but as far as like knowing people who have, you know, going through this before, taking away from their experiences, you know, using that to our advantage. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great idea, especially if you're a person that's moving to another state or very, very far away from where you are originally. <coughs> America. To, uh, yes. Yes. me. <laughs> it's good to at least try and get to know at least, you know, one person there at the school. It will be meeting that you'll be going to. So me personally, I reached out to a few different people here at, um, Salas University, uh, first year optometry students at that time. And I was just trying to see, okay, well, is this going to be a good school for me to go to? Like, I wanted to talk to the students and personally get their experience. And ultimately, they had great things to say. And it really did influence the reason why I came here. So, you know, like Malachi has a lot of things going on ocularly. And even when I got here, I was able to uh, meet with the now second year students um, get to talk to them, see how their experience was, but also they can help me out by doing some simple things that I need to get done on my eyes. And so it's just great. They can also say, hey, like, let me show you what this place is. Let me show you like some beautiful sites you can go to, some good places to eat, some good study techniques. I mean, this last week was the first week of the summer program and we got so many studying techniques. It was a lot, but it's good. You just take everything and you make it your own. Some of them also have resources and they can tell you about different professors and what you need to really focus on with this one versus the other. And it's just great overall. I would definitely recommend reaching out to someone uh, before you get to the schools just so that you can know someone there. And um, yeah, what do you think? Man, we're just knowing someone is part of the battle, you know? Um, yeah. I, I mean, I've whenever I reached out to people that were on than that, you know, a lot of people, I don't say deal with because that's kind of harsh, but something that a lot of people feel like I don't want to reach out and then be and then ask these people all these questions. But like, you know, I'm paying a lot of money to go to this school and I'm yeah. like, I don't want to like, I'm not going to fail. But like, you know, in the back of your head, you're kind of like, what if I can't do this? Like, this is this is like, you know, hard. Mm -hmm. um, but everyone told me it's very doable. Um, and, and these people, you know, don't ever feel like oh, I can't, I shouldn't ask this question. This question's dumb. This question, you know, whatever I'm going to ask is redundant. These people have been in the same place we we were 
or we currently are. And I mean, they've been nervous. I don't see anything wrong with being nervous to go to, you know, to start something that's difficult, but you don't ever really progress unless you get out of your comfort zone and um, you know, do new things. But uh, I mean, I feel like everyone I've talked to, we have this big brother program too, but it's, I mean, it's neat. It's kind of like making a little thing and protecting our sororities. You know, I mean, it's like uh, yeah, going to second year is my big brother. He's going to, he gives me, he's kind of responsible for me in a sense. Like he gives me um, information, kind of like you were saying, like he could uh, give me stuff about med school, but he could also give me stuff about just the surrounding area, you know, good places to eat, um, churches, you know, places to go, places not to go, stuff like that. No. Right, so it's like a mentoring program a little bit, right? Perfect, perfect, good. Well, guys, don't be afraid to reach out to people. I mean, you have to start making those connections early on, but also in our careers, networking is super important, so you never know what that will turn into. For you you do, you do. Uh-huh. I mean, you're going to school with people that are going to be medical professionals, at least, you know, everyone's probably, well, pretty much people listen is probably going to be. <laughs> But right. you're, I mean, some of your peers are literally going to, you're going to be working with them. Um, and I mean, same thing goes like physicians practice for like 30, 35 years, some of them. So you're going to yeah. be, um, you're going to be, I mean, your doctor, you could be his peer one day, you know, referring. If you specialize, you could be getting a referral from him or right. I could be referring someone to Malachi or he could be doing the same mm-hmm. for, uh, to me. So it's, I mean, it, it really is nice to network. I mean, you'll get confidence, you'll gain the confidence to you know, do that once you get the MD, DOD, whatever behind your name. Um, but that's what we're working toward, and that's right. where we are. Exactly. All a part of the same team, right, to help the patient. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So one can do the- it all, and not all can do, you know, every little bit. That's why there's so many different ones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, I just wanted to switch gears a little bit and uh, talk about one last thing. Uh about moving to grad school. I know that can be a very big and daunting task, especially for some viewers <laughs> in our audience because they have reached up to me specifically. So um, what has it been like for you? I know you finally left your, uh, your home city, city if it's even a city. <laughs> so it's, it's, legally, it's legally categorized as a village. A village, okay. You've left your village. <laughs> and now you're in a new spot, so. How has that been for you? I mean, finding an apartment, uh, the whole co-signer situation. Do you need a co-signer? Did you have roommates? Do you not have roommates? Like, what does that look like for you? So it depends. Um, at some places, I wouldn't have needed a co-signer. Some places, I would. It really. The only reason I needed a co-signer was because the apartment complex I'm at does not consider student loans as income, which I don't understand because they're guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, talk for another day. Um so yeah that's just really gonna you know differ from where you go um it's at least where i am i'm literally like in the heart of the city yeah i guess this is a city um so rent really equals out uh compared to so obviously the city's more expensive than if you go on the outskirts but the outskirts um you know apartments that you start seeing actual monetary savings are like 20 miles away. So if you, you know, do the math and you're doing 40 miles round trip a day, um, you're eventually, I mean, if you drive that for 20 days a month, which is, you know, the work week, sometimes more depending on when weekends line up, um, you're going to be equal out 
just have to crunch numbers. Like I sat down one day and crunched numbers with my parents for probably three or four hours with different apartments. Um, amenities come different. So, you know, like I go to the gym, the gym I go to is like, they're really welcoming. They're super great people. Um, but that's another price. That's like, it's like $25 a month. Um, so, you know, if your complex had a athletic facility or a fitness center or whatever they call it, you know, people call it different names. Um, then that could, you know, save you, give you a little bit more uh, money in your budget for Chick-fil-A twice a week or twice a month or whatever it is. Um, but, yeah, you really just have to cater around what you want. Um, you know, bedrooms, obviously, you find a, a roommate, rent's going to be cheaper in some cases, some cases not. Mm -hmm. um, and then that's really going to differ city to city. But as far as moving-wise, um, you know, we just got a U-Haul and... I have a really, I have a super nice family, so they, they drove up here and helped me. Um, try, to, you know, try to not have a king size bed. I don't have a king size bed, but there's no way I'd be, there's no way you get it up the stairs here. Um, so yeah, I guess I scout that, that out too sometimes, fun. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's too much. I mean, you have your own apartment, but you're not, you don't have to live the lavish life. At the end of the day, you're a student, and you probably won't be in your bed most of the time anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's good. So I now, think, how about you? Because you know you're moving. Well, I moved like three hours, three and a half. Um, so the U-Haul was feasible. You get like 280 miles for the price. So, what about you? You know, you're moving. What is it like nine hours? Yeah, uh, I actually think it's about 10, 11 hours from uh, Southern Wesleyan. Okay. So, yeah, I would. That, so, guys, you know, I'm doing this summer program here, and so on the way up, I drove, and it was just me, and I just packed my car with everything I could fit in it. And I'm leaving some of that stuff at um, one of my cousin's house. She has some space, so that's awesome. Once the program ends, I'll go back home, and then I'll be coming back up with uh, my sister's boyfriend's going to bring his truck, and I'll bring my car. And we'll fit everything else in there, so that'll be awesome. But I just wanted to recommend, um, I think it would be awesome to find a roommate. Like, I know you probably had to get a roommate in undergrad, and sometimes those experiences weren't the best. But I highly encourage you to get a roommate. As we know, the prices of rent is getting extremely expensive. Oh, my goodness. And the inflation in the economy in the United States in general is just getting super, super high. So get a roommate. That can save a lot of money. I wasn't excited about getting a roommate, but then I met a guy who was awesome. And then we even met another guy who was awesome as well. And so I really am super excited about this group that we have. Um, and I know it's going to be great. Just going through everything together, just like, trying to figure out what classes you'll have, the schedule that it'll be like, um, and just going through the entire process together, it's gonna to be awesome. I mean, we're gonna to get together, we're gonna to go explore the city, we're gonna go um, get some stuff for our apartment to decorate and stuff. It'll be great right before school starts. So, um, I Well, yeah, we could... Go ahead, mate. We could also do like a, uh, not on this, cause this is already like 20 minutes long, but. We could do kind of like a like a example budget. So like, um, you know, everyone gets the same amount of loans, like not the same amount, but pretty much everyone's going to take out the max of what the cost of attendance is that a, their school says. And then we could also, you know, explain how you have, you have 90 days, you could return money and then that takes off your interest capitalization. And then it also takes off whatever fee percent was given on that loan. Um, that's more of an in detail. Yeah. Thing, yeah. That's, that's like a. Yeah, yeah, guys, I don't even fully understand 100% what he's saying. I have an idea, 
but not completely. But just <laughs> very quick, I just want to say, don't be afraid to take out loans. Obviously, if you don't have to do them and you can get grants or scholarships, exhaust all of those options beforehand. Private loans, try and stay away from them. Dude, but, even ask your family. I mean, ask, what, what are they going to say? No, like. I mean, like, hey, I mean, <laughs> if, if they've got it and you can ask them for it and they're willing to give it, then that would be awesome. Dude, even $100 a month, like if, you know, four family yeah. members gave you $25 a month, that's $1,200 a year. That's a that's more than rent for a month. I mean. Yeah, I guess some people want to be self-made, though, if that's human. Yeah. If that's the thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so guys, I hope you've enjoyed some of this. Uh, this update that we've been giving you and some of the advice that we've been giving as well. It's a truly an exciting time to be um, just in grad school in general and just to go and follow our career. I know that for everyone listening that wants to be an OD or that is in school to be an OD, I want to say you have chosen an excellent profession. There's no, there's, <laughs> there's no other way I can describe it. Uh, just by talking to all the professors this week and some of the students and also other optometrists out there, they are always super satisfied and it's just getting better. Um, as far as the DOs, don't know much about that, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, guys, I just wanted to say um, thank you for listening to our podcast today. Um, remember, I am DO and hope you guys have a great day. Adios still. Adios, man. Yes.